should I stop recording? <laughs> Absolutely not. We are good. All now right. we're good. We're good. Wait, hold on. That's way too loud. They could probably hear that through my microphone. I think we're good. <laughs> not that I'm ever going to make that kind of noise during the show. But if I did, we'd be all ready. Uh, we are ready. It's been a while. A lot it's happened. It's been a while. A lot. What has happened? Why are we so late? Uh, I don't remember why the initial delay happened. You had all kinds of ear problems. Oh, that's right. And then my grandmother died. <laughs> and then your grandmother died, which is much far worse. Yeah. Uh, how are uh, you doing? I'm doing pretty all right. Good. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Just just living, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, <laughs> going what? going away from the house for the weekend uh tomorrow or for the sunday monday what are you gonna do i'm spending the night with a friend we're going to meet his household and that doesn't those words don't make any sense <laughs> in the order in which you said them at all it's my friend miles uh i've known him for five years and i haven't met his family yet so oh, i'm gonna I go see. like like hang out with him and his That's like, dogs I haven't met stuff. any of my friends' families. Yeah. I don't like to think about them having an extended family. That weirds <laughs> me out. Yeah, but like I'm at that awkward age where like my friends still live with their families. So it's That's like kind true. of and like they talk to their families about me, so it's kind of weird that I don't know them. The awkward age where you still live with your family known as birth to death uh, yeah. in this <laughs> in, in, in this economy. Yeah. Uh speaking of families, birth and death, perhaps? Uh who are we and why are we here? I'm Willow. And I'm Phil. And, and it's, it's Del Toro time. time. <laughs> so wrong. It feels gross. Uh, it's Del Toro I've time. Been, I've been in a really weird mood since Thursday, so get fabulous, ready. Fabulous. Fabulous. It's Del Toro time, and we are on the fabulous Formless Darkness, which is part three of The Dis Dark Descent by David G. Hartwell, which we're covering because we are awesome. And this is the section of the book that's about, is it Really spooks, or is it all in your head? Fabulous, formless darkness. The unknown, the dark side, as they say. And this... The night, sorry, the night side. The night side. The dark side of the moon. What is happening? <laughs> I keep bumping into things on my desk. It's a nightmare. Everything's a nightmare. Uh, yes, the night side. The dark The dark side of the soul. The, the, the unknown regions. And we're reading... Regions. The Beautiful Stranger by Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson, who we have covered on this on this show. We have. Yep, so we don't need to fill you in on who she is. She's a dead woman. That's it. She's dead. She died. <laughs> she did the summer people. That's right. She did the summer people. People know her from... We talked about her with The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, we talked about, uh, she also, you know, she did, uh, the lottery. She's done a million things. Something I did not know though, until I was looking this story up, uh, her stuff, Mike, with the exception of, I think like Hill House, the lottery and a few other things, almost all of her writings were out of print until like 20, like 16 or something like 2013. Really? Like most of her short stories, you couldn't get your hands on unless you got old collections. They just went out of print. Mm -hmm. This there was sort of this renewed interest in her works around that time, and they and they all got published again. That, but uh, that makes sense because that's around the time that uh, I read her stuff for the first time in co not college in high school. <laughs> plus, her uh, <clears throat> I believe that her like her dark stories had never been 
collected in just one place before. And so mm-hmm. the the publication of Shirley Jackson Dark Tales was like a big deal when that happened. Because then it just sort of was just like, let's just take a look at all these things. Oh, they're all about they're all about identity. Oh, they're all about the horrible uh, fate that awaits the housewife in America. <laughs> okay, Shirley Jackson, <laughs> we're picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, The Beautiful Stranger. I think I really misread this story. But I didn't bother rereading it because I thought my theory was funny. So It's a really short story. Like, it's yeah, a f- it's, it's a really f- short. It took it, me like 10 minutes to read. Not yeah. even. I had read it weeks ago when we were going to discuss it. And then I was like, ooh, cripes. Like, I've read about it a lot, but I need to reread the story. Mm-hmm. So Mitzi and I went to, had to go to Michael's today. Yeah. And on the drive to Michael's, I popped on the audiobook of this. Mm-hmm. And it was done by the time we got there. And it's like a little over a 10-minute drive. So Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a quick, it's a quick listen, a quick read. Just very like the last short. Story we did. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Happily, because our next story I think is a long one, but that's fine. Uh all not I'm, that long. All else uh, the only other thing I'm reading right now is is uh, Stephanie Meyer's rewrites of the first Twilight novel. No, the next uh, story is still only seven pages, not five pages long. Oh, well, great. Good, good. But let's talk about <laughs> this story. Yeah. <laughs> not Twilight, not whatever the next story is. We are discussing The Beautiful Stranger. So, Willow, you were absolutely confused by this simple little tale. I wasn't what? confused by it. <laughs> you were befuddled and crying. You, I think uh, I just misunderstood something that was said in it. You were weeping into your open palms. So, uh... This story... I'm yes. not going to let you finish your question. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> the story is about a woman... Uh, Go who, on. ...who has two kids. Mm-hmm. Small John, one word... No capitals. <laughs> right. Small John. Uh, and baby girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what time period this is taking place in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's she, like the 50s, like the 1950s. Yeah. Uh, she's a housewife and it starts with her waiting for her husband to come back from a work trip at the train. Yeah. And she's not happy that he's coming back. Right. Uh, you get the feeling that they had a fight and he maybe got physical. Uh, with her uh, or threatened her and she's dreading his return but trying to put put on a mask of pleasantness uh he gets back and she's like something weird this something's off about what's happening uh and she is like this isn't my husband this is some stranger who's returned and is pretending to be my husband but it's like we're in on like the joke. We're on on the joke together. He knows that I know, but we're both pretending I don't know. Because uh, he treats me better than my husband did, and I'm glad my husband's not back. Uh, and then it gets weird. <laughs> it was already and, weird. And, and I was going to say, and then it gets weird. Because uh, she <clears throat> she goes out to get him a gift uh, and then comes back back to the place that she's supposed to be back at, but she doesn't recognize where she is and she doesn't know what's going on. And that's where the story ends. Yep. So you have a theory. You have, you 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 were like, I think I may have misread this. I have a theory. I think it's wrong, but I'm going to say it on the episode anyway. And I'm yes. not going to look any deeper into the story because I think my theory is amusing. <laughs> what is your theory? So he talks about this like, he wants to get a shelf to put knickknacks on. Mm-hmm. 
And then he says something about, again, I probably totally misread this, <laughs> but he said something about, like, purple and gold men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought he said, yeah, yeah, he did. He said, I saw a little creature once, a tiny little man, only all uh, purple, blue, and gold. And I thought this was aliens. Okay. And I thought at the end that she got abducted by aliens. You are not the first person to think that. Okay, you, cool. You are not the first. I think you're wrong, but <laughs> but it's not. There are a lot of, of like theories about this story, uh, if it's even supposed to be theorized on or if it's just a... There are things that, like, this is a woman's descent into madness. This is, like, basically a modern... Oh, it's uh, 68. Sorry, I said 50s. It's 1968. Uh, Is this, like, a modern-day yellow wallpaper about, like, Mm -hmm. not understanding a woman's mental health? I read one paper a person had written where they were like, no, this is the opposite of that. This is a woman uh, ascending into independence and only seems like madness from the outside. And the reason she doesn't recognize her home at the end is simply because she's become the beautiful stranger at the end mm-hmm. by by finding herself. Uh, there are theories that it's about, again, about, about mental health. It's about maybe the man really is a replacement. The one thing that really stuck with me once i and once i read it i was like oh 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 i i think you may have a point here is Mm -hmm. he comes home from work one day and he says she starts asking she's been drilling him with questions about her husband's past yeah hoping he gets them wrong or doesn't know the answers because she does not want this to be her husband she wants it to be a doppelganger and he says Someone told me today, he said once, mm-hmm. that he had heard I was back from Boston, and I distinctly thought he s- said that he heard I was dead in Boston. And then she thinks, oh, he's lonely too, and that's why he came, bringing a destiny with him. Now I will see him come every evening through the door and think, this is not my husband, and wait for him, remembering I'm waiting for a stranger. So one of the theories is, he did die in Boston. Mm-hmm. And this is a woman whose husband died, and she knows he's dead. And that's why the little boy at one point says, like, Where's where daddy? is daddy? Because the father hasn't actually returned home. And the kids are freaking out in the beginning because she's brought them to the to the train station and no one's ever showed up. But she's but living with them home in her mind, maybe. Yeah. Like it, that's one of the things some people some people believe that either she imagines her husband has returned or his ghost has returned or some kind of. Ex- See phantom of him when i read that i thought it was his alien doppelganger having killed him in boston to take his place and he was making a joke about someone who had been told he had died in boston that's a that's a thought uh and you like i said i read that i read Mm -hmm. that he was abducted by aliens or something and replaced and that the little blue men are clues in a way in a sense uh, that, 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 that's what, that's what happened. Uh, it's pointed out in, in a few of the things, a few of the essays that are floating around that her buying the little, going out to buy him gifts like that, to finally mm-hmm. like try to buy the little statue man and stuff is indicative of her for the first time in their marriage, spending something on frivolities, yeah. uh, which also is part of the indication that what we're seeing is a woman who. Her husband goes away for a week and she's suddenly just like, this is great. 
And she kind of comes to a self-actualization while he's there, while he's gone. Mm -hmm. And when he returns, she's a different person. She's more forthright. Uh, she's, she's just more independent. And mm -hmm. he actually finds that attractive and appealing. And so he's treating her different. Yeah. And I can see that read as well. But that in order to make that leap into independence, she's basically separated from herself now. She's a new person. Mm -hmm. uh, in a way, it's very much like, uh, I think Eleanor is the character in House uh, Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. The main character who's somewhat somewhat uh, sort of psychic, but she's, mm -hmm. you know, oppressed by her family, goes to Hill House and kind of gains this independence and it destroys her. Nell, that's her name. Nell, Nell, She goes yes. by Nell, yeah. She goes by Nell, yep. Uh, and, and, uh, and it's pointed out more than, in more than a few places that, that, that Shirley Jackson, like that whole like mm -hmm. sense of you are disconnected from society, you are disconnected from your family, you are disconnected ultimately from yourself. Who are you? What even is identity? Uh, uh, are you who you are because of who you are? Or are you who you are only in relation to the rest of society? Like that's very much see, a part of this. I I can see the read of her like coming into herself and being a new person. But the ending, like the last like paragraph really does not leave me feeling like this is a hopeful ending. <laughs> uh, so the ending is she she goes out shopping and she takes a she takes a cab home and mm -hmm. she taps on the cab driver's shoulder. She's like, here we are right here, driver. Driver drives off. And she says the evening was very she said, this is not possible. She thought this cannot be. Surely our house was white. The evening was very dark. She could see only the houses going in rows, with more rows beyond them and more rows beyond that. And somewhere a house which was hers with the beautiful stranger inside, and she lost out here. And that is a dark ending, but there's mm -hmm. also the read of she just doesn't belong in this place anymore. Right. The endless identical houses, the rows upon rows, this sort of formless, faceless suburbia where she's just been uh, an automaton for years. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the the sad thing about disconnecting yourself from a bad situation or a bad place is that you no longer have a place. Yeah. So that's another way of kind of looking at it is the sense like it's not a hopeful ending, but it's she's still in a, in a liminal area. She's in this transitional space. So she doesn't have a place to be. Or she's on the alien ship. She's on an alien ship. And yeah. And they're experimenting on her, and this is her final. This is her final. I don't know. Maybe she's See, in the back. I don't room. like the alien theory personally. <laughs> she's in the back rooms. Oh, oh uh -huh. no! There's she's a in... whole part of the back rooms that's just suburbia. So, according to Instagram, <laughs> liminal spaces, man. Uh, I do love liminal spaces. And I think no, that yeah, this, yeah. this story does a good job of ending in a liminal space. You so very question, rarely see like liminal spaces in fiction, like written fiction. So my question is, is this a horror story to you? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's gothic. It is. Isn't that yeah. wild? Uh, mm -hmm. This is a very gothic story. I feel like it's a horror story. I mean, what's more horrifying than even if you... I mean... Maybe not from her perspective, but as a reader, reading the story about a woman who knows that there's a stranger in her house around her kids, 
who's pretending to be her husband and her kids know something is wrong, but she's just not acknowledging it. Like, that's horror. Or even if she only thinks that because she's lost touch with reality, that's horror as well. Like, there's something about her kind of, like, smiling, like, excitement about this perceived Mm -hmm. doppelganger that is, yeah, very unnerving. even if, like, even, like it, her husband was clearly not a great person, uh, in like when like when they were together. Uh, mm. But even if, like, in that situation, I don't think, I think it is still horror for her to be happy about this stranger coming into her house with her, like, around her kids. Yeah. I think that's still a terrible thing. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she talks about how when he was gone, like, she kind of let the house fall apart a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. The kids threw their toys all around. She didn't really pick up after anyone. And then, like, right before her husband got home, she had to... Th- they say something about, like, remove all signs of her, like, being... Like, her domestic situation from the husband mm-hmm. before he got home. And, of course, this new guy shows up, and he's, like, happy and making her drinks and stuff. But, yeah, th- before her husband left, they had had a fight about something. We're not sure yeah. what. And it says that he enjoyed seeing her cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it seems like they had a pretty rocky relationship. Yeah. Uh, also his name is John. The kid's name is little small John. Small John, her, all one word. <laughs> her name is Margaret and then and, unnamed baby. And baby girl. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's, you, you mean that's, that's the beautiful stranger. It's just a creepy. Yeah. It's. <sighs> Reading it from, like, there's there's a sense of, like, independence that comes from it. Mm-hmm. But also, I just can't get over the kids. <laughs> yeah? I, I, I don't know. I always I always tend to focus on, like, the kids in stories like this. Just because, like, there is, like, a sense of, like, gaining independence and whatnot. But, sh- the kids... <laughs> <laughs> like those kids Wait, are freaked she's not, out. She's not neglecting the kids, though. No. Well, now uh, she she's gone. She's left them behind. Well, she has a babysitter, and the father will be back, so they're safe. Yeah, uh, it uh, is the I first time she's, she's like lost out in the the spooky housing area. Right. It's the first time she's ever left them alone with someone. It seems mm-hmm. uh, and a teenage, a local teenager, who uh, who yeah, that's like. Excuse me. That's like part of her step into yeah. self-actualization is like, wait a minute. I don't have to be stuck in the house with these kids. I can go out if I want to. And she does. And she goes shopping for tchotchkes, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. I, I, I'd like to go shopping for tchotchkes. We should do that sometime. Absolutely not. I uh, wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean we just... should do that sometime? That was a <laughs> weird know. thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just, Shashies. just suggesting Shashies, activities man. to do. Um, <laughs> just I, there's just something really disturbing to me about accepting a stranger into your house while pretending that you're not doing so when your kids are around. That's just it disturbs me. <laughs> um. So your 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 takeaway is bad parenting. Bad kind parenting of, yeah. on her part. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Again, she might not be all there mentally, which is which is a cause for concern. Which is still uh, concerning. Like it's it's still a horrific situation. But hey, if they're not fighting anymore, that's something, right? Kids don't need to see that. Well, I feel like the baby knows. Well, because the baby freaks out when the dad picks her yeah. up. Yeah, uh, and I feel like screaming. 
Small John also kind of knows. Small John doesn't have a clue. Small John doesn't know anything. His name's Small John. <laughs> Small John, does he get called that at school? That's what I wonder. Is his name really just all one word? <laughs> I think it's like my friend Ben, who I grew up with, mm-hmm. who was called Little Ben, because his, guess, dad's, his dad's name was Ben. I guess there's Small Bear right there. There's Small Bear, <laughs> yes. Uh, but there's also like, there's kids. I, his dad's name is John's. I think it's just to, to differentiate the two. Yeah. Like we called them Ben, Big Ben and Little Ben. I Why think he's John and Small John. Why didn't she just give him a different name? Because <laughs> it's cute when you're young and then you're in fifth grade and your parents are still calling you Small John. No, I meant the writer. <laughs> if I she was doing it to differentiate between the two. I assume it's because that's part of the indication of like how yeah, the family like, was run. Like, Yeah, like the... The father insisted that the son be named after him. He is my son. He is small. And he insisted. He is called John. And he insisted that the baby girl not have a name. Right, right. We'll name her when she shows, when she proves herself to this family. When she doesn't die of influenza. (laughs) Right. It's 68. (laughs) She probably wouldn't die of influenza at this point. Uh, It's it's the summer of, uh, it's right before the summer of love. We're, we're, we're. We're about to crest that hill. Uh, but yeah, that is that is uh, The Beautiful Stranger. This book was, this story was originally published in a book called Come Along With Me, Come which was, uh, I know, <laughs> <laughs> which was published in 1968 uh, after Shirley Jackson died. Uh, mm-hmm. Come Along With Me was a novel she was working on when she died. It's so It's a part of the novel and then a bunch of short stories that hadn't been collected before. Okay. So uh, I assume I don't I don't think that this ever appeared in any 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 other place before it appeared and come along with me, but then it was in a collection called Strangeness eleven years later. That's the next time it was available for sale because Come Along with Me was went out of print, mm-hmm. and then The Dark Descent in eighty seven. Like this story wasn't even that accessible for a long time. That's uh, a decent then, story. I mean, it's a good story. <laughs> and then Dark Tales was published in twenty sixteen, and like. That kind of changed everything, but uh, and that has summer people in it as well. But uh, mm-hmm. and since then, come along with me has been reprinted. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's a chilling little story. It is. Uh, I oh, this is the one where he made up a, a word in the for his his introduction to the story. Oh right. So what did our uh, beloved editor have to say about this? Uh, he says that the beautiful stranger is an enigmatic, fantastic tale, a middle-class paranoid fantasy of utopia denied, uh, perhaps a parody of women's gothic romance, which we talked about last right, episode. Right, 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 right. Um, he said stuff about Stephen King, uh, some other people. He says it is Jackson's balancing of the psychological versus the supernatural in horror that is most salient. Um, and he said... That, uh, where is it? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, something, something. Ah, uh, God, wow, my brain just had an actual problem. (laughs) An actual malfunction. It is the tension created by the mysterious atmosphere, by the doubt as to the accuracy of the character's perception, that leaves the reader in anxiety and wonder in the haunting of Hill House and the beautiful stranger. That is at the heart of the horror, horror, horror... (laughs) <laughs> this is a word
word that is impossible to say out loud. <laughs> What's the word? Horror <laughs> Spell it. H o r r o r i p i l a t i o n. Horror palation. Horror palation. Horror h. It's just horror. Horror palation. I p i l a t i o n. Horripilation. Horripilation. Is a noun. It is the erection of hairs on the skin due to cold, fear, or excitement. That's not a real word. <laughs> Horripilation. But it's also a literary term. Uh, used in a sentence. The horripilation of dread tingled down my spine. Horripilation. Uh, also known as goosebumps. <laughs> to <Why> horripilate. <laughs> Horripilate's even worse. <laughs> Uh, the Devil's Reign le- reads like a memoir with a supernatural element designed to entertain and horripilate the reader. I still think he made this word up. Apparently Stephen <laughs> King has used it. It's a real word, though. A terrible word. It's a terrible word. We do not like it. Uh, and that's The Beautiful Stranger. Yeah. Uh, so short, what is sweet to the point. Short, sweet, to the point, just like me. Uh, what is our next story, though, in the fabulous... The damned thing. <laughs> formless. Darkness. <laughs> the damned thing. The damned thing. Uh, do you think it means, like, something that has been damned? Or, like, ah, the damned thing. I hope it's both. <laughs> <laughs> the damned thing. I've read The Damned Thing. By Ambrose uh, Bierce. I do not remember it, but I know that I've read it because I went through an Ambrose Bierce face. The I don't think we've done Bierce. Have we done Bierce? No, I don't think so. I Ambrose, think I would remember his name if we did. Ambrose Bierce uh, famously went to Mexico, disappeared. Uh, Hell yeah. Just vanished off the face of the earth. We never heard from him since. So you think he joined revolutionaries in Mexico, something like that. But we will get into Mr. Bierce. But first, we'll say goodbye to Shirley Jackson. Goodbye, Shirley Jackson. Goodbye, Shirley Jackson. It's been a long, long road. It's uh, really not been a long, long road. Hope you rest in peace, Shirley Jackson. Uh, it's been a, uh, quite a short road, actually. There was no movie or TV or anything based on the no. mysterious it's been, it's just stranger. It's recently come back into like circulation. <laughs> yes. Uh, so coming up. Beers, the damn thing. We get to say the word damn on the show because it's in the we title do. of the story. This damn, story, damn, damn. This story is five pages long and it has four chapters. And <laughs> that's my kind of a story. Uh, uh, if you want more horror, you can listen to me talk about the Twilight series on uh, on uh, on Pizza Toast. We just covered uh, Vampires Suck and Breaking Wind, the two, yes, feature-length motion pictures that came out making fun of Twilight, they were there's b- 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 bad There's a uh, Twilight burlesque show, if Twilight was burlesque that's happening. I am I am absolutely certain that there is. They just came out with that makeup palette. Like I, uh, I've, I, I keep getting clips of it on Instagram. It's really then- funny. And then uh, over on Bear Country, I talk about the Berenstain Bears. Look at him. Look at him here. Uh, I thought when I first saw that creature on your camera, I thought he was facing backwards and that was his butt. (laughs) This is not his butt. Um, 
Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you ever want to see what we look like, go to my YouTube channel, Phil Gonzalez, uh, and you can see us talk. Like, it's just this. Yeah. But you can see us talking. But you can uh, see the facial expressions I make. Yeah. You can you see like, how bored I look. <laughs> you go like this. Like this. Uh, we've been watching the TV that series. <laughs> we've, that was awful. We've been watching the TV series Lego Masters and... There, one of the hosts is like a woman who's like one of the higher ups at Lego, and she's yeah. like this incredibly tall Australian woman. She makes fa- her faces though. No, is she Australian? No, she's Scottish. Sorry, she's Scottish. What was her name? <laughs> uh, Scottish, totally different thing. But she's this incredibly tall Scottish woman. But her her mouth is a Wallace and Gromit mouth. Like it. What did you? I don't say? know how, but she like. It, the way she talks is in that like Wallace and Gromit way, where like oh. it forms a perfect a perfect bean shape. I'm just imagining the lady from Wallace and Gromit now. She kind of talks like that. She's an she's a she's a pretty woman. Like it's not she's not unattractive, but she looks like a Wallace and Gromit character the way she talks. Just nuts. It's just nuts. I don't know why. Oh, because we we're talking about facial expressions. You can do this. You can do this. I want to watch this. Wallace and Gromit again. You should go to YouTube and watch me making faces like this. Same thing, really. It is. It is. The golden carrot. What? (laughs) What are you talking about? I'll send it to you later. (laughs) I'm going to go watch Sean the Sheep. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Thank you all so much for being here. We'll see you next time with Ambrose Beers. Until then, I'm Phil. And I'm Willow. And we'll see you when it's It's Del Toro Toro time. time. Goodbye.